Hello, welcome to Buzz Talks. I am Anisha Brahma, the founder and editor of Buzz. And today we have with us edulogist and author Purvi Mehta, who is the author of When Fate Conspires. So first of all, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to Buzz Magazine. And congratulations for your book, When Fate Conspires. Thank you so much, Anisha. And a lot of gratitude to Buzz Magazine for having me over. It's a real pleasure talking to you. <laughs> Looking forward to a wonderful conversation. Yes, us too. So, the first thing, first things first. How did the idea for when fate conspires come into being? Uh, well, you know how it started was that uh, I had this sort of you know a basic plot idea in my mind. It just just came to my mind that there could be some sort of this conflict, you know, between these kind of two three characters. So I was just ignoring that for a while, and then one day it just nudged me so much from inside that I just wrote a short story out of it. I I remember I kept up the whole night and I wrote it down, and then I had a conversation with one of my ex students about it. Uh, since I'm into teaching for more than twenty five years now, and uh, I've been lot of involvement into the english part of it academic english creative writing and all so my student she had come over to the class and we had this conversation and she was like ma'am this is wonderful and you got to make a novel out of it not a short story so that's where it actually started at that point when she said that it has to be a novel and then this whole idea started Ooh. so we will come back and discuss uh, when uh, fate conspires again but we also saw that you have been pub- a published poet was it difficult to make the transition from being a poet to being an author uh actually not really because when i look at myself and my own journey of all these years i guess this was there in me i've been writing many things but uh, hadn't ever tried my luck with a novel before and uh, poems are you know pretty handy like you, you can come up with a poem if you have that idea you know something inspires you and then it's just a matter of a few days that you can come up with a nice uh, edited version of a poem mm-hmm. a novel is something like you know it takes a pretty long time and so it's like there are so many characters there are so many things so, so of course being an author is a very detailed process so being poet is like sort of it's it comes easy i guess uh-huh. i never had this uh, transition kind of thing in mind but yeah i did i identify myself more with the author role than being a poet because i really don't think i'm that good at poetry okay i do write but i don't know i haven't rated that as yet <laughs> that is uh, nice to know because we generally don't come across people who write both poems and stories we usually come across people who are either uh, you know out and out author or who just want to write poetry so that was very intriguing for us so we thought we'd just ask <laughs> okay that's really nice but uh, yeah maybe i'm just lucky that i'm getting an opportunity to you know try my hand at various things yes why not Okay, so coming back to when fate conspires, one of the things that we mentioned in our review as well was it was refreshing to see that the female protagonist to be more than just the love interest. Like that's a complaint that we have had right. against a lot of books that we've read over the years. 
so did that okay. happen naturally for rashi or did you consciously make an effort to ensure that all your characters were three dimensional actually you know when i was thinking about all these characters in the initial phase uh, i had this one thing in mind that people should be able to feel an immersive you know environment of the book the book should be able to grasp their attention people should be able to enter into their the life of these characters so when that thing was there in the mind i think i kept that in the back of my mind for each and every character when i was thinking about them so i think it became very easy it came very natural to add all the other dimensions of every character because we see that in our daily life i guess you know when we try to relate i picked up you know few characteristics from people around we see so you know this is wonderful characteristic why not put this in bali why not put this in you know a tia so that is the kind of thing and i guess the real life experiences that we get to see know understand and along with that this desire i had this desire of actually helping people enter the world of rashi the world of neel the world of tia so maybe that just helped me yeah it did help <laughs> we were very thrilled with the fact that not one but two of the female character the main characters were so fleshed out and so well done so congratulations yeah. on that as well thank you so much in fact i am so grateful to you and to all those other readers who have actually noticed these things and have voiced it that this is so different and unique so it really encourages people like me because uh, i'm a new write a new author i'm just yes. like this is my first work so you know it gives a lot of strength to my belief system as an author that yes i was right when i thought like this and the other benefit i feel uh, i got was when i was writing i thought i was able to communicate a few values a few do's and don'ts of a character of life of maybe being a female of maybe being a male of being a son or being a mother you know so uh it's always wonderful to learn something good uh, in a very nice passive storytelling format so even that was one uh, perk which i think i got yes of course so happy about that and uh, you know when you initially you just mentioned uh, a little earlier that your student had told you to expand this uh, into a novel so our next Absolutely. question was about the moral dilemma that plays in the book a lot <laughs> about neel <laughs> already being in a yeah. long distance relationship yet he gets attracted to rashi so we would like to know that what was it like for you you know as an author to write that conflict oh it was challenging it definitely was very challenging because uh, if i started thinking about neel at times while writing i would get drawn into it mm-hmm. and then i had to always keep my calm and try to maintain a balance that how is he looking at things is not exactly the way rashi or tia are going to look at it and i wanted the reader to look at it from tia's side rashi's side everyone's side you know not only neel so it was really challenging but then again you know as i said that uh, real life experiences really guide us a lot and haven't we always come across people who are unable to read between the lines mm-hmm. i'm sure even you must have come across such people yes. in life where they get so easily fooled by the outer beauty by the good nice wonderful sweet talking and then somewhere you know 
I wanted to communicate that as well through Neil. That see, this is what happens. So when uh, somebody is really over sweet with you, or somebody is just too good to be true, you need to try and read between the lines. So that was my motivation, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was challenging, but it was fun as well. We were going to, you know, ask you as well that um, what was your writing schedule like when you were? It, it's a debut novel for you, so we do understand that for debut authors, it's a little more challenging to come. Plus, you're an edulogist. Like you already have a full time yeah. job, so exactly. You know, <laughs> it, it was. You know, you're you're probably not going to believe this, but uh, the short story that I had actually written was eight years ago. Oh, okay. Wow. From now. Eight years ago, and then when uh, I came up with this, uh, you know, conviction that okay, fine, let me try my hand at writing a novel. It was really difficult for me to buy the idea that I can be an author, like I can write a whole novel. So initially, I was grappling with that, you know. Then I got the guts that okay, fine, let me at least try. It is worth trying. So then I started my own study and research first. That uh, how do authors think? And you know, so much of information available to us on internet that came to my support. So I trained myself a lot in that sense, watching videos, listening to author in interviews, trying to find out how I should think. So that took a long time. Then I started writing. I wrote a little bit of a plot, and then my schedule, regular work schedule, was not supporting it, and I mm -hmm. dropped it. Then I again picked it up after a year or something. I dropped it. I did that for the third time, and third time I was like, no, this time I'm not going to drop it. So I completed it. And uh, coincidentally, you know, a few years ago, uh, my daughter was in standard tenth, and she was to prepare for her board exams and all. And she was like, "Are you going to stay up with me at night when I study? You do something else." And I, I took that as an opportunity. And that's when I started. And in a span of November to February, I think which year was that? Four years ago, three years ago maybe. So I took that time, four months, and I finished it. i perfected it whatever changes whatever editing i wanted to do i did all of that and then i started with the process of you know trying to find out a way to get it published so i took a pretty long time on this one but it's gold it's amazing it's amazing that you found your you know your schedule like when your daughter was studying that is when you the world is quiet and you can write It yeah is. i feel yeah i'm a night person you know so uh, it's it's very easy for me to do some sort of creative thing at the night time uh, those hours are when you know you don't have any other disturbance coming from uh, anywhere so that helps yeah completely get it especially you it's fine for eight years ago and then three, it took you three years to finish the book it's fine it is a testament to okay if you really want something you will figure out a way to do it absolutely so you know there are a lot of aspiring authors out there and they might be listening to this and uh, so the three things that we would you know want you to tell them is any advice you have regarding writing getting published and then the best of all the marketing of the book <laughs> uh definitely it would be a pleasure to share whatever little knowledge that i have yes uh, see talking about the writing part Uh, if there are uh, aspiring authors listening to us 
then guys you just need to make a pie of your writing effort so when i say a pie it it really must be creating an image in your mind but let me elaborate this one for you when i say pie p goes for perseverance you have to perceive you have to work hard on whatever you believe in i goes for imagination okay imagination is the key it is so very important because imagination will help you create a world it will help you create your characters it will help you you know create situations to bring an outcome that you want for your story or for whatever it is even if you're writing a poem whatever it is imagination is really very important uh, i can recall the words of albert einstein uh, he has written a quotation which i really find very interesting he's written that logic will take you from point a to point b but imagination will take you everywhere so even a physicist a world renowned physicist if he can understand the importance of imagination well we being into the writing field we definitely need a lot of imagination and then the last letter of the pi is e i attribute that e to emotional quotient we need to have that emotional quotient into us we need to develop it we need to understand what that character is going to feel how is it to be in their shoes how is it to live that kind of a situation that you have put your character into and how is it for the reader how are they going to feel so you know it is a feeling world only when it is a feeling world your reader is going to be able to enter into the world of your book or your poem or your quotation or whatever that you want to write maybe it's an article that you aspire to write maybe it's a report that you aspire to write whatever it is emotional quotient is equally important so i think when it comes to writing make a pie of your writing i think that's the best way we can put it yep and uh, you also asked about publishing right yes publishing is like you know publishing i think if these three things which you have uh, anisha caught up here in this question create creative part the writing part yes. publishing and marketing i think publishing goes to be the easiest one <laughs> uh, the most challenging is marketing i guess yes uh, publishing i i feel is going to be the easiest thing to do so yeah it's just that you'll have to pick someone a publisher who matches with your goals so that's going to be a very easy it's just a little bit of r&d and you will be able to get someone mm. but marketing is something that you know is the very big key here because the world has changed times have changed the you know the the arena where you get readers even that has changed yes so marketing is extremely extremely important it plays a key role and it can make or break it's that important we agree uh, 100% you know and previous authors have also said that it is we you know writing theek hai mehnat ho gaya we'll write it's done yeah. we get it published but the thing is how do i ensure that the right the right readers come across my book has always been the most challenging thing exactly so which brings us to the next question which is uh, would you personally recommend self publishing or traditional publishing 
who uh, i guess you know recommending is uh, not something that i think i am in, i'm in a position to do for anyone uh-huh. but my views are like if you can get a traditional publisher a wonderful amazing nothing like that but it's not that easy because the traditional publishing world has also evolved they mm-hmm. have their different standards now they look out for different sort of things so i guess if we are new if we are fresh we want to enter the market leave a mark uh, initially self publishing would be a little easier i guess mm-hmm. but from what we know is even in traditional publishing ultimately the publisher tells you to market the book so most people go then i would rather self publish then because then i have more control over how i market the book true true very true in fact uh, even i have had this experience that uh, whichever traditional publisher i had approached they had the same thing that you know you have to collaborate with them it's no more like the original traditional publishing mm, anymore absolutely uh, i guess that only happens when you are uh, a best seller already so yeah. you know things have changed so yeah i think you know in that sense uh, self publishing gives you more of control and you can customize your packages really well Mm-hmm. and uh, there are so many of plethora of publishing houses out there so whatever suits us you know we can utilize that service so self publishing any day is very handy so uh, what was the journey to market the book uh, been like for you like was it i am pretty sure it hasn't been a picnic it has been quite challenging but was there anything that you realized that okay if i do this maybe the book uh, is reaching the right audiences well i think i'm still in the initial stages yet uh-huh. so i'm exploring uh-huh. it but you know what i would like beg to differ with you it is a picnic actually because you get to meet so many different people oh talking to different souls nice people approach you you approach people it is so much of learning connecting with people i love doing that so it's it's a picnic for me i i take it like that it is a learning process you know i got so much to learn things the terms terminology the kind of method with which this entire marketing world is moving uh the practices in there i wasn't aware of any of this i was actually able to feel that i stepped into a new world and that thrilled me so for me it is wonderful i'm loving this journey that's awesome <laughs> and uh, before we wrap up could you, would you like to share your all time favorite book Oh yeah I would love to in fact more than a book I would like to you know name the author uh-huh the two names come to my mind one is Dan Brown and the other name is Amish Tripathi uh Dan Brown is super awesome I am a very big fan of his writing and he can actually immerse a reader into the world of his book from the very first sentence of his book and he can put you on a you know a literary high kind of people have to you know take alcohol to go on a high 
but i think dan brown can do that with his words oh, wow. so he's super super amazing and uh, i've read all his books and i'm just kind of waiting that when I, when are we going to get the next one from him but uh, if i have to pick one book from whatever he has written i think it is always in case of dan brown uh, any fan if you ask i guess they are going to name the book that they read first out of his collection so i read inferno first so i'm always going to pick that up but uh, yeah he is one wonderful author and amish tripathi he is super you know he is reimagining the indian mythology and wow the kind of thoughts he's got the way he portrays everything there is so much of simplicity in his book but it will just touch your heart it is wonderful it is difficult to put his book down and even more so difficult to put down the ideas he will place in your mind superb authors both of them well we have read them and we do enjoy their uh, work as well and the last question before we uh, you know bid <laughs> bye to you what are you currently reading oh currently i'm reading uh, a book called inner engineering written by sadguru oh okay so it's a wonderful book nice uh, a different kind of a read uh, trying to get some uh tips from him uh, <laughs> a great mistake you know yes. <laughs> trying to look inside yeah it's a nice read uh, okay i know we said last question but uh, when is are you going to planning on writing a sequel for when fate conspires or are you writing your next book <laughs> actually haven't yet planned anything like that as of now Uh-huh. just focusing on when fate conspires the marketing part of it and all uh-huh. and as you already rightly mentioned i am a full time ideologist as well yes so uh, you know trying to you know ratio the time between the two roles that i'm trying to play along with you know being the homemaker and being <laughs> mom and all of that so haven't yet thought but yes definitely i'm just dying to uh, decide think plan further and when life desires of course as soon as i get the right opportunity thought idea i i'm going to jump to it definitely i am oh that's awesome thank you so much purvi for talking to buzz magazine we wish you all the best with all your current and future works and look forward to your thank next you. book thank you so much really grateful for thank you for having me and thank you for the wonderful review great Uh, we 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 love the book so <laughs> thank you so much yes. my pleasure